0: Hey, what's up, man?
1: Uh, you know, not much. This is Steven Ungerex, long-time friend.
2: Yeah, welcome back to the welcome back to the show.
1: What's, what's yeah, I'm like- glad that uh, I did so good the first time you want to repeat Offender.
2: <laughs> oh, man, well, I just couldn't get anyone else, so I just needed to... <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, Lord. you're filling the spot, bro. Oh,
0: man.
2: <laughs> no, honestly... Dude, I'm just, I'm just so bored. Are you, have you, have you been bored? Or are you, like, oh, no, I've
1: actually know? been, um, actually, like, jam-packed full of activities, like, every single day,
2: actually. What kind of activities? Because you can't really, so, don't you still just stay at home?
1: Yeah, well, there's a healthy way of staying at home, and then, you know, if you just, Obviously, like, wash your hands, don't touch your face, practice social distancing. Um, It's not like I'm going to a fucking, I didn't mean to swear. It's not like I'm going to a uh, underground (laughs) rave or anything.
0: That's what you usually go to.
1: But, um, so, basically, (laughs) why I've been, like, pretty busy is um,
2: a lot of people
1: rely on me for support.
2: What do you mean? Lying for so what do you mean yeah so uh
1: support as in um like if they just got dumped i probably know someone that have similar interests and they could probably hang out or if there's a girl that has a lot of uh, uh problems with like having g- girls as friends i wouldn't like, have a similar friend like that, and then they would just hit it off and just become best friends.
2: So you're kind of like a matchmaker of
1: sorts? Like a matchmaker of, like, friendship or, yeah, relationships, too. Like, kind of my thing. It's kind of one of my things I'm good at. (laughs)
2: You're like a a social media, a walking social media. Yeah, I uh, have a large group, a
1: large circle
0: in like um, this area you sound like a cult put leader a lot of <laughs>
2: dude,
0: you you're you sound like a cult
2: leader
1: no i'm just you're an right? extrovert <laughs> i'm just an extrovert with uh that i know how to read people and stuff it's not a cult i don't really know friendship. dude
2: this came around no wait do you think you have more friends now than you did like back in high school
1: Oh, absolutely! I had probably really? so I did a little uh, side flex thing in high school where I wasn't full nerd, but I didn't really have my own clique. And so what I did is like you were kind of more into like the jocks and sports, and I did a I did swimming and wrestling.
0: But the mm-hmm. so what yeah. I would do is I
1: would just kind of hang out with like the jocks on the side a little bit, so nobody would bully me. And then that's how I kind of got through high school. <laughs>
2: We hung out in
0: high school,
2: a little bit, right? Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we did. Yeah, for sure. Like a little bit. We hung out more, more when we were younger, than in high school.
1: Yeah, high school is such a cluster. Like, it's it's really hard to navigate. So
2: you were you were part of like the the German. You had like a lot of friends in German, didn't you?
1: Oh yeah, no, that's where I found like my real click. So basically, the German class is where all the people didn't really want to study Spanish, and they wanted an easy A. German and easy A. Eh? Oh yeah, no, you, it's a participation class.
0: <laughs> really?
1: Yeah. Well, you what you guys, do if, uh, what'd you guys doing? Uh,
2: what uh... you guys
0: doing? Well,
1: we did learn all the. Oh, we did a lot of bake. We did a lot of like baking, and like we did a lot of like eating German food, and then, like, a lot of, like, movies and stuff like that. So we were, like, the really fun language class.
2: Oh, so it was almost like a culinary arts meets language. Exactly. Okay. So, uh, like, basically, uh,
1: Frau Kallstad, um our German teacher, she really wanted us to get interested and passionate about uh, their culture and um, food and, like... Stuff like that. So she wanted to spark our interest first, which is how I got fluent in German in the first place. There's no way I could have gotten fluent in Spanish because I didn't have the same passion
2: for it at all. So, do you think it's easier to get good at stuff if you're passionate about it? Yeah. It, yeah. If you if you
1: have a passion for it, like a drive to do it, that's when that's when you start really clicking and putting in the effort for it.
2: Yeah, totally. Yeah, so what, what kind of activities do you do? Like, because is most stuff – isn't most stuff closed Where back in Seattle, back where you live?
0: Yeah, so they
1: just started on May 5th opening up parks and, uh, like, parks and recreational areas like that. They're doing, like, a slow roll for, so yeah. on, like, May 5th. And now you can start fishing again.
2: Dude, you guys – Dude, I just saw something in the news today that where I live in Los Angeles, it's going to be locked down through July.
1: Yeah, there's different, so with different areas of the U.S., um, so like New York had to really get like really, really shut down, or like certain parts of the world had to really, really lock it down, because uh, it was just so bad, like the spread. So, yeah. but Washingtonians, were on top of our shit, like. We we know, like, what we need to do, and we take things very seriously. And so we're like, oh, we want to go to, like, a festival this summer, so we're just going to – we're going to hit this hard, like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there's, that, that That's not going to happen, though. There's not going to be any festivals this summer. Absolutely this, not, no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's no way. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, and I like do any...
1: you know, moving forward, like, how even my bartending job is going to be because they're going to – do it at a 25% capacity and we're going to need more employees to clean things. And so it's already a low margin of profit anyways. And so I really, really am, like, yeah, uh, there's probably, I'm probably, unless I'm like a really, really good bartender, like it's gonna be pretty rare to like have my job back probably, but we'll see.
2: All right. Wait, what's the name of the restaurant you worked at again? Uh, Three
1: Lions Pub. In Redmond. Three
2: lines. Oh yeah, on Main Street. Wait, in Bothell. Uh, there's or one
1: in Bothell on Main Street.
2: Yeah, I've been there. Like um, you, do you work at I that was one? I'm
1: trying to transfer there. Okay. So.
2: Wait, which one do you work at?
1: I work at the one in downtown
2: Redmond. Okay. Yeah. How far drive is that? Um,
0: oh, that's
1: a that's a twenty twenty three minute drive.
0: But I. Indeed. So,
2: (laughs) (laughs) are you admitting to a crime right now?
1: Uh, that's an infraction. That's not a crime.
2: No. Okay. But you're in LFP or Shoreline.
1: I'm in uh, LFP Lake Forest Park. Yeah. Yeah. LFP. That's what the cool people call it, right? LFP. Yeah. And actually, I (laughs) live in something called Sheridan Heights. There's a Sheridan beach and there's a Sheridan Gulch. And I live in the Sheridan Heights. What's a Gulch? Uh, A Gulch? Do you remember Halo where it said the blood Gulch? It's just like basically... um, uh, So a Gulch is just like... um, Just like kind of like a... Mostly like a half circle um, near a body of water. Uh, Kind of like a cliff-esque
2: thing. But, I definitely, okay. I remember that word from it Halo.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's
2: where
1: it kind of came from. So, it's just basically like a, a cliffy area near like a sea or body of water.
2: Which is on Lake Washington. Yeah. Right? And how close but, are you to Lake Washington?
1: Oh, um, I could walk there in about an hour. It takes me like oh, an hour to fa- walk
2: down there. Oh, that's pretty, you're pretty far from it then. I thought you're closer.
1: Oh no, I am. I am really close, but like walking An down hour. to it, it takes a while. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm
1: like five said, miles away, so. Oh,
2: yeah. That's a far walk. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because I thought 'cause you said Sheridan Beach, so doesn't that mean on Lake Washington? Uh,
1: yes, that is correct.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah, dude. I have some questions. For you. I wrote, I prepared a lot of stuff. So what kind of energy drink did you have?
1: Oh just now? Oh yeah. So yeah, full said... throttle. It's like easy drinking and you can buy like a case of them and they're only like a dollar <laughs> fifty if you do that.
2: Uh, dude, I haven't had an energy drink since high school. I'm not even kidding. It's been so long. Or maybe college. Probably probably like freshman year.
0: <laughs>
2: it's been forever. Do you drink coffee?
1: Oh yeah, so I go to Wired Chicks. I love that place. So Arlene is like the evening coffee person. Wait, what? So I go to Wired Chicks. It's a it's like a gourmet latte, but it's local.
2: Okay, okay. Is it one of those bikini baristas?
1: It is not one of those bikini baristas.
2: Oh, but it does okay, sound like it. <laughs> Dude, I thought you would have gone to I thought you sound like you were <laughs>
0: Been someone who would have gone to one.
1: Oh well, okay. So I don't have you ever been like um to a bikini versus fan? Absolutely, I've been like three times.
2: I've never been. It's kind of like
1: the same. So my my view on those, it's like yeah, I can go pay ten dollars for a cup of coffee, right, and get a bikini versus (laughs) fan dance with it, right? Wait, dance, but
2: you're in your car.
1: Yeah. So how they work is you like pull up. (laughs) And they're in like their underwear. They're on like um like a shelf. And so when they reach yeah, down right. to get things, they like show you like their butt.
2: It's all visual, but It's,
1: just,
2: it's yeah, all visual. It's a visual
1: thing. So the, it's, exactly. it's illegal to show you any nudity. Oh, really?
2: I'm sure. Yeah, so some of them, uh, that, if you want to go break to the nudity, law, you got to go
1: to a strip club.
2: I bet some of the bikini baristas break the law. So you think I, I mean, think so. for big, I, tips,
0: dude, for big tips. Yeah.
2: I, so, I, I, I wouldn't give, I wouldn't pay for it. but I'm saying there's weirdos. There's, there's weird people out there. There's weird dudes out there. You know what I mean? It'd be
1: like, Oh yeah. No, I've recently, just even a couple of weeks ago heard about a story about, um, um, one of my friends who works at like, um, like in Renton at a ladybug stand or something like that. And a guy actually showed up with like, you know his his like his whoa in his hands.
2: <laughs> yeah, that probably happens. That probably happens all the time to her, right? Yeah, exactly. But dude, yeah.
0: for the most I've part, respect-
1: based, uh, the girls stay professional because um, they can get in trouble and lose their licenses and stuff like that. So, dude,
2: I, I'm not I'm not acting like I don't go to strip clubs. Though I definitely enjoy strip clubs. Do you, have you? Do you? So
1: I've only went twice or three times. And it's always been around like <laughs> twice or how do you,
2: wait, how do you not know if it's two or three? <laughs> which one? Is it uh, two or three? There's a big difference. Uh,
0: the third one's fuzzy. <laughs> that's why
2: <laughs> Oh you you there's alcohol played a role?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's
2: exactly wait, why that third one's a little iffy. Let me guess I like, I'm gonna guess I'm gonna guess which ones. Um deja vu
1: of course Is deja vu, deja vu.
2: Wait. Oh, that's one of them. Oh my god, that's so fun. Wait, no, Let me guess the other one. Let me guess the other one. Pandora's box.
1: Oh, Pandora's. No, no, no. no. That's a lot of. So, uh, so there's three on um, Lake City. There's Pandora's. <laughs> yeah. There's Rick's. And there's Deja Vu. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Pandora's has a lot more like what we call dirty girls. So they I do the like. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they they do like a lot of like. Um, illegal prostitution on the
2: side and it's really dirty like it's a, it's I what you call like a dirty do, strip club i didn't do that <laughs> wait a dirty strip club i've never heard that term before
0: yeah so like it, basically
1: though. um girls that do i like how we're starting right off the bat with prostitution man i love it so
0: <laughs> Dude,
1: you, you're the one that brought up i was just talking about strip clubs <laughs> oh no so it it goes hand in hand is what i'm saying oh so for sure all for the sure. girls a lot of a lot of what happens in strip clubs and bikini barista stands it's like that's all kind of
2: like wait so many bikini tri- bur- uh, barista
1: it's it's you're, like you're bi- to like sorry
2: go the bikini barista girls prostitute themselves
1: so, I wrote a paper on this actually. Um, so, up in Everett <laughs> really? is where they founded uh, Bikini Brisa fans. And um, like maybe three years ago, a lot of them got shut down for a prostitution ring that they were running through that. So,
0: wow. There you go. Yeah.
2: Wait, where'd you write a paper? What was it for? Like Facebook or something? Or...
0: No, it was <laughs> what for do you a class. A paper? Oh, oh, really? Wait, how? Yeah, I was know, at Everett, Everett in Community
1: a...
2: College and I wrote a paper about it. <laughs> How
0: <laughs>
2: how recently have you been in college? When's the last time you um, were in college? So
1: I'm gonna go back
2: and finish up my back? bachelor's. Where, yeah, where are you course. going back? What's what's cool?
0: Yeah, of course. Of so, course. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean of course? I love uh,
1: so it. I'm, I love it, dude. I recently dude. got a little sidetracked with like um like living on my own and um paying for things and stuff oh, like yeah. that and also yeah. i had a little like a pretty bad bout with like anxiety and like mental health that i had to really like keep up on but now oh, I'm, dang, yeah. that. yeah, I'm a lot better with that yeah i'm a lot better with that so without any prescription drugs like i yeah, got I through without any of those
2: that's good i don't i don't support any pills you know what i mean like any yeah really yeah like, but, um
1: I'm on the same kind of view with that too. I'm yeah. um, nice
2: uh, cases. Yeah, for sure, extreme cases. Yeah, of course. But you know what a really you know what a really bad pill that's really popular is. Um, guess what I'm about to say.
1: Can you uh, you're gonna it? say Xanax. No, Adderall.
2: Oh, right Adderall, yeah. It's, it's like it's it's like meth.
1: Yeah, it's so like, it's an amphetamine. It's like meth. Right? Uh, yeah, it's so it's like methamphetamine speed. and then Adderall is what you call an amphetamine or like a dextro something. And um, mm-hmm. it's extended release speed, basically. So. Yeah,
2: but people don't act like it's the same as meth, but it pretty much is. Oh, you
1: know? it can it be heavily hard. abused. And um, if you take a lot for years, it can actually um, have your liver shut down. Oh wow, and it's yeah, it's very dependent.
2: I would never do it, but anyway,
0: <laughs> it's like Wait, considered
2: let's... like a Schedule Three drug. Oh yeah, I don't know what this. Go I don't on. understand the schedules. You know. Yeah, but,
1: marijuana is Schedule
0: One,
2: <laughs> <laughs> which is the worst one. That's the worst.
0: <laughs>
2: it's the worst one, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, yeah. whatever.
2: Um. All right. So, what's the favorite? What's your favorite thing you've have you watched? any Good movies or TV shows? Oh yeah, to?
1: so I just I just recently watched Jarhead, and that was really cool. Oh how's that? It's like about um, I'll just give you a little over thing. So it's about like um, just kind of like people going into the Marines and seeing how like violent it is and all that stuff. And it was really interesting. It really reminded me of like they pretty much remade Full Metal Jacket.
2: Oh, I haven't seen that.
1: Oh, you gotta see Full Metal Jacket. It's really, really good. Really? <laughs> all
2: right, all right. It, yeah, it touches it... on
1: a lot of like um like violence and like suicide and like um like um a lot of just like what happened in the Marine Corps. It's like this is my rifle. This is my gun. This is for shooting, this is for fun or something like that.
2: It's, just so what? it's, it's really
1: dark. It's like really real dark.
2: Yeah. Is it Jake Gyllenhaal? Uh, um,
1: I I don't know. I don't know.
2: Okay. I've I've heard of that movie though. All right. I have more questions. I what music do you to? do you listen to music?
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: So um I listen to um, a lot of, so I'll just start with my earlier influences. So my earlier influences were like a lot of like um, Foo Fighters, Gorillas, Snow Patrol, Plain White T's. but those are all, and Modest Mouse. And so those are all kind of like alternative rock that started like blossoming yeah. in the 90s, somewhere around there, 90s, 2000s. And then now, um, so uh, I'm, like branched out and now I'm like really into like electronic music and basically kind of like the feely feel electronic music which is like Lewis the Child is really good to listen to. Drolo, it's like really like slower, like getting your feels like um and even Black Bear is really good. Um but mm-hmm. if I could tell you like a genre so there's something called bass music or bass head music and it basically sounds like a transformer dying basically (laughs) and uh you headbang to it and like it's just very very loud and it's like it's just so good like just the just the girls that go to those shows are just like so so cool and interesting to me that like that's my that's my niche for that one and then but there's like there's house music there's bass head music and then like there's yeah, like techno and drum and bass and stuff like that. So there's a lot of, like, sub-genres to electronic music. And, yeah,
0: what? So that's kind of, like, what I'm into music. right now. is
1: House music? Yeah,
2: what is that exactly?
1: So it has a BPM, beats per minute. It's very important to remember here. So different uh, music has different uh, beats per minute, which is, like, how fast the bass line or, like anything like that, but here's a really good, easy example. So house music is just boots and cats, boots, cat, boots and cats, 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 boots and cats. It's just, uh, it's just like, kind of like you can shuffle to it and kind of move fast to it. And um, they always like to say house music in that. sort of like house, house music. And like, it's <laughs> like, um, it's just a genre of electronic music. It's just really cool.
2: Okay. All huh. right. Is it listened to at house parties or something? Like, why do they call it house?
1: Um, man, that's a really good question. I wonder if they started at house parties. But really, the start of house music was in Australia and Melbourne. And, like, really? the genre of music was called the Melbourne Bounce.
2: <laughs> the Mel- the Melbourne, Melbourne Bounce?
1: Yeah, the Melbourne Bounce.
2: Melbourne. Have you been to Australia? Didn't you say you went?
1: Oh, yeah. I went for a month, man. I
2: went to saw the great right. told the koala. You told me, sir. We yeah. talked about this. We talked about that last episode. Yep. All right. Wait. So oh, what do you eat? Do you eat healthily?
1: So that's something that I've been really trying to, like, hit the head on lately. So I've been cooking a lot at home. What do you and, um, like, it's really easy to get delivered food right now because it's all like free delivery and it's like you want to stay at home more so people just bring it to you and deliver it to you. Um, But I've been getting better about uh, going back to the good old German days when I was like in Germany and I had to buy groceries. I had to buy groceries and I had to cook myself food. And uh, so my body is always telling me like I need more like healthy veggies and like I need more like fresh like meat and produce and stuff like that because I can't live on quesadillas, man. Like, my body's like, you can't live on quesadillas, Steven. (laughs) (laughs) I love
2: quesadillas. Right? Wait, what's your – so what's your, like, go-to healthy meal then? Oh, so my dad
1: always told me, you need to meat, a starch, and a veggie. And so, um, like, a go-to healthy meal for me would be, like, um,
0: hmm (laughs) – Man,
1: you just got to stay away from, like, just all the lasagnas and pastas and eating that all the time. They're so good, but then you get, like, a side of bread with it, too. That's too starchy. You got to get your veggies in there. And so, like, to get my veggies, I really like to go into the Hispanic mode and start getting, like, chopped up tomatoes and lettuce and, like – um, and then start going, building that from there. And so you get like some street tacos or burritos are really, really good. I've been going deep into burritos.
2: You sound like you're really eating healthy. Man. Gee, yeah. Like the other night cool. I had
1: like a fresh cut filet of salmon. And then I uh, roasted um, some potatoes and I put a bunch of Johnny's on there. Johnny's is like the best seasoning
2: ever. If you're going to cook food, you got to put Johnny's on things. Wait, what's Johnny's? It's a it's a spice. What kind of spice?
1: Um, to me, it looks orange and, like, red, but it has, like, this kind of, like, it's kind of like a taco spice to me. Okay.
0: Okay, okay. So
1: you can put that on anything, and it just kills it. Dang, dude.
2: That's a, I just got this. Have you ever heard of yellow bird hot sauce?
0: Ooh,
2: haven't heard of that.
0: You yeah, know, like spice common,
2: yeah, I like hot sauce. <laughs> oh yeah. See, that sounds What's your favorite uh like junk food? Like what's Oh, your my bite? little
1: cheat. So I have a high yeah. metabolism, so it doesn't really matter what I eat. I literally can't gain weight. Yeah. Same.
0: Um
1: so uh it's got to be like if I want to like oh, flan. Have you ever heard of flan?
0: Is that
2: pudding? What it's is it?
1: Like it's like Hispanic
2: creme brulee basically. What's creme brulee? Is that like pudding?
1: So that's that's pudding, but you have like a sugar top to it. So you like torch the top and it's crunchy and you can like break it apart and it's but under it Sorry. it's basically pudding. It's basically like uh curd pudding. Like
2: dude. I love pudding. Dude, too bad Bill Cosby ruined pudding, right? I love
1: <laughs> it. Oh, I haven't pudding. even thought about that, man. Now <laughs> I can never eat pudding ever again, bro. Come
0: on.
2: <laughs> Dude, now when it- next time you eat pudding, you're just going to think about Cosby. That's so funny. But- Dude, no, pudding's one of the best, right? I mean, it's one of my favorites, too.
1: Oh, yeah. Under Really good for cotton mouth. Yeah, it's really good.
2: Gee, <laughs> it's underappreciated. Like nobody ever talks about like pumpkin pie or ice cream or all the other desserts. But nobody mentions pudding.
1: You
0: no? What about pudding jello? good.
1: What about what jello? Good? Like you get you got like really just good just chocolate pudding. Ever have like uh for Halloween ever make the graveyard like it's like oil oh, pudding and whipped cream. That's all. Oh, it is.
2: dude! No, oh, and you get like some, you get like some marshmallows and like fudge in there. You get, like some, oh some yeah, crazy, like cookie crumbles and all sorts of stuff in there. Oh yeah,
1: that's that's something I can eat a whole pan of, and I have I've eaten a whole <laughs> pan of that, and that's basically like pudding.
2: Dude, now that you just, my mom does your mom cook or did she cook back in the day? Absolutely. How do you think I'm yeah. alive right now? <laughs> Dude, some parents, some moms aren't good cooks. You know, most moms are though. Yeah.
1: If you want to touch on family for a second, I am very lucky to have the family I have today. Um, no broken marriage. Um,
2: oh yeah. Um, how long which have, is how long your, how long your parents been married?
1: So they got married when uh, my mom was nineteen my dad was like twenty one or something like that. And so what they've been together ever since and they're like a little bit over sixty now. So
2: oh, like in dang. forty plus over four exactly. Wow. Dude, so that's a they long gave time.
1: me a good they gave me a good example on oh, yeah. how like sure. they had four kids, so they got through they got through all of this stuff. And they just showed me what family values actually mean. And everyone, even now, have a hard time making just normal friends that don't screw them over. Like it's very like it's very sad.
2: Like who has who has trouble making normal friends?
1: Um, just like a lot of people I, I know like are just like this is my step brother, this is my stepdad, like Oh so yeah, yeah. It's all it's just all, Yeah.
2: It's confusing. <laughs>
1: It just gets it gets confusing and like um exactly. but really like I I I if I had a stepbrother I would just call him my brother at that point.
2: Oh yeah. Do we're we're both lucky that our parents aren't divorced, right?
1: Oh, extremely. It's very high rate come...
2: divorce. Oh yeah. Like at at least half the family is divorce. At least half the parents divorce. Maybe more.
0: Yeah, um, but
1: um it 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 stays around fifty percent. It could go up and down. In the fifties, they didn't have very much divorce because it was considered like I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's true actually. I don't want to think Oh that no, you're fact. right.
2: You're right.
0: Because
2: no, because it would have been against like religious standards, like against like societal standards. Like there wouldn't. Yeah, be that was
1: definitely like in the fifties. You had to have a wife that cooked and stuff like that, and that's what took us a long time to get out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I I don't
2: know. My mom is a really good cook, so I know what you mean. I I have no problem with anybody being a good cook, right? That should be right. And that, that's the my uh my yeah. cousin anybody. my
1: cousin just show, show, showed me a little um uh, a little cheat Which I'm gonna share with you guys.
2: Um,
0: mm. this
1: is what he had every meal growing up. Every meal, no matter what. So it's a mm. it's a full wall wall of sweet onion.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, on medium heat for 20 minutes with garlic and butter.
2: Ooh, that sounds really good.
1: And so you you just literally cut up a Wawa sweet onion, all of it, the whole thing, and mm. then you put like a clove of garlic in there, and mm. you put it with a, like a little bit of butter, and you put it on medium heat for 20 minutes, and it caramelizes the the onion and makes it really sweet and you can put that on anything pasta uh burritos uh eggs breakfast does
2: does it make you cry if you stand next to the pan
1: yeah oh my cousin was definitely crying when he was uh (laughs) cutting it up but after it's cooked Mm. it you lose all the acidity so all the um all the acidity turns into um all that like base and that like acid from like the the onion turns into sugar.
2: <laughs> oh man. Do I I love caramelized onions. That's is that what that is? Yeah, that's basically what that is. Yeah. It's it's that's so good. Yeah, that's a great that's a great recipe right there. Great recommendation. Ah, oh my all right. So, do you do um exercise? What do you do for exercise? Go for walks.
1: Uh. Um, I've been doing a lot of walks lately, like a lot of walks.
2: Um, me too, me too. Um,
1: so, but like my exercise, um, it's going to be swimming. I really don't Mm. like running all that much, but swimming gives me like a really good, um, workout. It works out all my muscles and it makes me, Mm. it helps me work on my breathing. It times my breathing and, um, it, and to me that like is just very important just like the time you're breathing and stuff like that and then when i got into weights, um definitely that's kind of like what i would mix in so i would i would do swimming to kind of get my cardio and then i would uh uh do a lot of like just different days of weights
2: do you do you swim in lake washington
1: um right now it's very cold.
0: Oh, my God. Really?
1: I have a okay. friend that yeah. uh, did invite me to do that. But,
0: um,
1: <laughs> yeah, I, you have to – you jump in, you freeze, and you got to warm up. You got to start swimming. In other words, you're gonna
2: you're going to freeze your butt off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I jumped – I remember jumping in in April a couple of years ago. It was cold. So, yeah, I know what you mean. But, dude, I feel – are most of the people wearing – is anybody wearing face masks? When they're going for walks, or
1: not? Oh, yeah. If you're in the grocery store, pretty much everyone's wearing no, face
2: masks. No, I mean, I mean, when they're going for walks.
1: Uh, yeah, I yeah, I see people riding bikes with face masks. I
2: see people riding, um
1: walks. I see people in their cars.
2: Dude, I dude, people who drive in their cars with a face mask are so stupid i'm I'm not trying to be mean, but those dude, those people are idiots who drive they, they don't
1: understand yeah
2: they're because
1: 'cause they're in their own little box
2: <laughs> dude i don't i <laughs> dude, i don't wear I don't wear a face mask when I just go for a walk I just go for a walk i don't because i I don't walk near anybody, you know what I'm saying, Nobody's yeah, coming near me.
1: Yeah. No, I totally agree. Even honestly, I, even in grocery stores and no, like, have, I don't, I don't care. Like I, no, I really just to. don't, I don't, I just don't do the face mask thing because oh, then I just kind of rely Wait, on that
0: face mask. <laughs> oh, no, please,
1: please. I, th- then I rely on the face mask and then I'm not watching what I touch or how close I'm getting with people. Cause I think the face mask is going to protect me. But if I touch my face
2: and keep moving it around and stuff like Dude, you're required to wear a face mask to go into a grocery store down here. Are you saying that you're not required to wear one to go into a grocery store up there?
1: Uh yeah, um, yeah you don't. You're not required up here, but hey, if you what? are if you go to like a Verizon store
2: or Costco. Did you hear about Costco? Uh, do they require, are require people- them now? Oh yeah, dude. I I can't believe that you don't wear one when you're in the grocery store. Why not? I don't get. I don't get why not. I thought. I thought everybody was supposed to wear one at the grocery store. Like even I, because we have to wear one at the grocery store.
1: But
0: I'm even seeing a lot
1: of like checkers. Like I go to Safeway. That's like kind of my go-to grocery. And even the mm-hmm. checker there was, you know,
0: Does not wearing one? one
1: or whatever. So oh,
2: dude, dude. I no. I'm just stuck down here in this liberal. Bubble, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm remember where I live. I'm in Los Angeles. Like I'm at, right. I'm at the forefront of like the woke people, like all that and all that stuff. You know, not me personally, but Los Angeles, like where I live. Uh, so, like we're gonna be the we're gonna be the last ones to end the stay at home order.
0: Oh,
1: absolutely! You have yeah, California. Yep. Has like it's it's the swing state for voting for the president. It is the one of the most populated states. It is the most populated state besides like New York, pretty much.
2: But it's super liberal too, you know. Yeah, you're on the but, you're on the blue state side. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> but oh okay, yeah, and especially Los Angeles. Like we're not, dude. I wouldn't be surprised if Los Angeles just keeps it locked down. Like at this rate. They're just going to keep it locked down like, oh, I'm watching the Felix. Remember Felix Hernandez, the mayor's picture?
1: Yeah, actually, um, fun fact, um, his son is a regular at my bar. <laughs> Wait, what?
2: Dude, that, that sounds like we planned. Dude, that sounds like we totally planned that, but we did not plan that. Yeah, he doesn't like so me. telling
1: a lot of people about it. Like, he really gets turned off when it's like, oh, your son. Like, you're his son. He hates that.
2: Dude, I, I was just – I mentioned it. That's hilarious. But I just mentioned it because I'm watching his perfect game. And I just – remember when he threw a perfect game for the Mariners? I just watched yep. it on – yeah, you remember it. Yeah. It was in 2012. Dude, that's hilarious that, his, that you know his son. That, like, what – Is that an insane coincidence that I just randomly brought up Felix and then you know his son? (laughs) Dude, how crazy. Dude, wait. Tell me, you have to say that we didn't plan that. Say that we didn't. Oh we we
1: didn't we didn't plan that. But also coincidences coincidence wise, I'm very social, so I mean like it's funny. I always say, like, if you don't know me, you know one of my siblings. (laughs)
0: And yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: if you don't know me, you at least know one of my friends. Like, I'm very – so, and everyone knows me. Everyone
2: so, knows me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, wait, so you're
2: saying odds are you probably know most professional athletes' children. You probably have no, them. There's no, no, no way. No way. Dude, I guess how – wait, how weird is that that Felix has a son – how old is his son? Because Felix isn't that old. Oh, he's like my age. He's like 25 or something. Dude, because Felix is only like 40. You
0: know
2: what I'm saying? Yep. So that means Felix Felix had a son when he was like 15. Right? He had a kid when he was 15.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean like...
2: Do the math. uh,
1: I mean, if you want to go into like culture and stuff, like...
2: No, no, I'm just saying... Like they have
1: huge families.
2: (laughs) Dude, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying... Felix had a kid when he was fifteen, if that's what you're saying. But I mean or, or seventeen or whatever. But that's that's pretty young to have a kid. But I mean he's he's Felix though, so
0: he could afford it. So, and, <laughs> anyway, you do all right over there? He's
1: like the Genghis Khan of baseball.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he has like forty eight children.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh dude, have you heard about Dennis Rod? Dennis Rodman has like thirty brothers and sisters or something. Have you heard about that?
1: Oh, I didn't yeah. know about that. That's crazy,
2: though. <laughs> what's What's the most realistically? What's the most children that you would have? Like realistically, what's the most children, kids that you would have?
1: Um, I I go uh, three tops, man. Three tops.
2: I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking four tops.
1: Yeah, four tops. I come from a family of four, and yeah, that's a lot. You know, twins and stuff. And I just want to, I just want to make sure that I have enough time to show them values and support them with the the money I'm gonna make. And you know, if I want to give them the most opportunity, I don't want to go, I don't want to go
2: above that. Like, all right, I have a couple questions. Wait, so do you plan on having kids someday?
1: Oh yeah, no, I. I'm definitely like gonna have kids. Oh, yeah. But I have definitely. to I have to figure out me first and then yeah, I have time. to figure out um uh kind of like I gotta be in a good spot to be mentally healthy and like uh make enough money to like actually support them.
2: Dude, we're we're guys, like we have twenty five years. We could be dads when we're fifty. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, like we don't have that kind of clock that uh like women have. The they have to like like
2: exactly.
1: thirty five, forty
2: forty, forty tops. Yeah. But um what so how are you planning on making money? What what were you planning on going to college back back to college for? So um
1: like I did go the mechanical engineering route. But I think um, I'm more interested in material science, and that's like testing materials, and it's a smaller like uh, it's like a smaller little subgenre, basically, of like engineering. And that's what I'm that's what I found out I'm more interested in. I'm more a little bit more heavier on the chemistry side.
2: Wait, so what kind of job? So that's what I would go
1: back for. Even like Western Washington has a beautiful material science program, so
2: I might go Bellingham. I don't know. Did you know that I went to Western for a little bit?
1: Yes, I did. You That's why that? I brought that. Yep. Oh, yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: You're like, yep, of course. And then I could probably go see two of my ex girlfriends that I have up there.
2: <laughs> Dude, you just got, kind of, you have exes scattered across Washington State. Right? Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: Dude, I like how you said you, you remind me of fair Dealer, kind of. Because you're like, I know everybody. And that's like a Ferris Bueller thing. Because you know how, like, everybody knows Ferris Bueller?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, you know Ferris? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly,
0: dude. That's what I am saying. I love this
1: scene. I love this scene where, like, he's trying to get his friend to go hang out with him on his, like, day off because he's playing, like, hooky or whatever. And his friend's sitting in the car, and he's just like, he'll just
2: keep calling me. He'll just keep calling me until I go over there. <laughs> Cameron. You're talking about Cameron.
1: Yeah, I'm talking about Cameron. He's, like, in his dude, hockey jersey. You-
2: like... <laughs> Do you buy into the premise that the movie is actually that Cameron is the main character of the movie? Mmm. Have you heard I that theory? I you see that.
1: Did you see how it, like, the ending, I'm not going to spoil it for everyone, but, like, oh, the spoiling. ending...
2: It's a, it's a t- no, spoil it. Spoil it. It's a 30... It's
0: okay, a so remember, like, the movie. ending
1: where he he's, like, <laughs> it's kind of like a if hero's you're... journey.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So he he's just, like, Getting out of his shell, realizing that his, whatever his dad said doesn't matter anymore and then that he made it for sure when he um kicked his dad's car and it went out of the window and crashed I and mean, he was forced to talk oh, to his dad. Him. He was forced to say, like you you I'm gonna be my own person and I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I want. Like you can't tell me what to do anymore. I'm graduating high school, I gotta go to college. You do can't I, tell me what to do yeah. anymore.
2: Dude, because Cameron is the character that changed. Ferris Bueller didn't change at all throughout the movie. But Cameron is the one who transformed, right?
1: Yes, that's correct.
2: You know know what I'm saying? Like, the movie, the main character of a movie has to go through some sort of journey, like you're saying. So they have to change. And Ferris, like, like how did Ferris Bueller grow at all? How did Ferris Bueller become better? Um... I'm asking you. I don't know, (laughs) but I really,
1: really do. I really do vibe with him because he's always trying to get his friends to go out, and like that's what I do. Dude,
2: I pretty much base my life on. How old were you when you first saw Ferris Bueller?
1: Um, let me think. Ooh, gotta been when I was sixteen.
0: How old? I was
2: was thirteen. I, I like I base my life on Ferris Bueller, (laughs) but then once you get older, then you relate. You can like, you understand Cameron more, and you're like, yeah,
1: I had no idea what Cameron was going through.
2: Exactly. Like when you're young, you're like, what's that Cameron guy? Like, what's his problem? (laughs) Yeah, because
1: he he was one of those hypochondriacs where he thinks he's always sick, and that does play Mm -hmm. on a lot of people's like depression. And that's where I'm, remember? I'm very passionate. I'm very passionate about that because, um, depression, I've lost people through depression and I'm lucky enough really? to where, yeah, I've, yeah. Even recently. Yeah. Um,
2: Dang. like through, and, through, suicide? yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Dang. like Just friends.
1: Um, it was a girl that I met through a uh, J pub and she wasn't doing so hot. She was uh, going through a lot. She was cycling what's called bipolar. And that's when you become manic, which is super happy. And then you become depressed, which is super sad. And she would do that like probably four to six times a day.
2: Four to six times a day. Wait, Where what, you would so feel. An, wait, no, so what's an example of her being super happy or super sad? Like What would she do when she was feeling those things?
1: So um, when she was super happy, she would go out. She would um, uh, drink a lot. She would um, hook up with guys and stuff like that. And then on her lows, she wouldn't be able to move out of her room, out of her bed. Um, she would have a hard time just getting up, like waking up and going to work. Um, and, you know, th- those, those like being bipolar, we're still trying to get that cocktail of drugs correct. And it's, and it's very hard. It's very, very hard to do because um, you would have to put them on, like, a lot of Adderall and then a lot of, like, benzodiazepines to kind of calm them down and then Adderall to, like, wake them up. But you'd have to get a special, like, regiment of drugs for that, and it's nearly impossible to get right. And if you skip one day of your medication, you have to start all over.
2: Well, she, she kind of sounds like an alcoholic. Was she alcoholic at all?
1: Uh, she did have, like, a lot of... Um, uh, dependencies on drugs. Yes, for sure. Um, but, um, also that stemmed a lot from like her sexual abuse that she's had. And, uh, that's what a lot of goes hand in hand is, uh, sexual abuse and, um, drug use, because that's how people, um, uh, cover up that, uh, those feelings. And, um, I think everyone should just talk more about, um, how they feel like uh, if they're depressed or if they're in, have anxiety, then they can, they can work through it. But if they don't talk and they keep it in and that's when the isolation and the problems happen. So. Oh,
2: for sure. Wait, have you ever been to therapy?
1: Uh, I've been through uh therapy through counseling when I had my DUI and um, okay. I was able to, and it wasn't, it wasn't like, And I've been to AA meetings as well, and it wasn't like um, um, it wasn't like uh, like uh, they would say you have a problem. It's more of like you need to stop, you need to feel your feelings and stop using to get to your emotions. Because if you're still using, you can't address you cannot address your emotions.
2: Mm. But you you never went through AA though, right? Oh, I I stayed
1: I stayed I I got uh, my year chip where I didn't uh, do anything for
2: over a year. Oh. it was like a oh, wow. year and like three months. What year was that? Uh,
1: so that was around twenty
2: thirteen,
1: or wait, oh 20, that's a long wait, tw- No, 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 no. So, so it's, it's twenty twenty, and so my probation ends next year. So four years ago, so twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen.
2: Okay. And then I actually
1: found out that I was more um, uh, addicted to sex and relationships, and that was my problem. Like, oh yeah, we were talking um, about
2: sex addiction last time. Wait, so what are you, you going to say? Go ahead, go on.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, carry on.
1: Um, so uh, when, when on. so, but I only found that out about myself when I stopped using, and then I found out that. I still went to bars to try to hook up with girls and like that, um, that I still was unhappy because of it. So. You're just like yeah. a big
2: bar person, aren't you? You love women at bars, right? Yeah. I consider
1: myself a bar rat. So that's what I was like, yep. you know, a bartender, like get off work, go to a
2: bar. Like
0: um, <laughs> I have nothing to you do. Go from to a bar,
2: socialize. Wait, you're saying that you go from work at one bar and then you go to a different bar that's what you're saying? Yeah,
1: I actually had a really funny realization about this. So, I work for tips. People come to me, they talk, they give me money, right? They give me tips. I go spend those tips at another bar. <laughs> it's just this
0: cycle.
1: <laughs> it's just this big it's just cycle, a... and what's missing with this cycle is human interaction, people caring about you.
2: Well, I mean, I think giving a nice tip shows that you care, right?
1: Yeah, it does, but people wouldn't necessarily need the bars if they just had friends that supported them and wanted to talk to them all the time they wouldn't need that that stretch of uh alcohol to like decompress after work if they could just
2: well a lot of people the thing the thing that they like doing with their friends is drinking
0: you know like not me
2: but i don't know actually i like drinking with Right?
0: I don't know. <laughs> no, i yeah. <laughs> so basically,
2: it helps people come out of their shell a little
1: bit, get a little loose. Do, and um, me, a lot of people that have a hard time socializing, they would either get super stoned before they went out or they would drink and it would help them
2: open up. Weed is just a safer option. You know what I'm saying about that? It's definitely safer. Weed, marijuana, oh, yes. is a safer option. Right? Of course. Oh, absolutely.
1: absolutely.
2: <laughs> of course. It's a no-brainer. Dude, imagine imagine someone just hammered drunk drinking versus someone who just – like who smokes weed and knows how to smoke weed. Like them driving versus someone who's blacked out drunk driving. is a completely different ballgame. You know what
1: I'm saying? I totally agree.
2: Like I'm not, I'm not condoning driving high for everybody, but for people who smoke a lot of, if you if you're an experienced stoner, then then you then you can handle yourself. Like you know how to drive, you know how to do stuff. You know, I'm not condoning it for everybody, but because some people get really messed up, some people get really high from weed. <laughs> you know
1: yeah like, like all the da- uh, dabbing oil concentrates out there like when you go yep. take a dab you get really hot you usually can't talk for like 10 15 minutes yeah <laughs> you're like toasted you're toasted
2: that's a good way to describe it but but some yeah. people have higher tolerances so then it doesn't affect them as much yeah of course Correct. Correct. That's how tolerance, that's how drug tolerance
1: works, right? Uh, Yeah. If you, uh, your body um, gets used to it and it needs more. And so to get the same effect, you have to up your intake.
2: (laughs) For any drug, even
1: for for alcohol
2: or marijuana or caffeine or everything, right? Pretty much everything is a drug. Sugar, sugar is a drug. Yeah, you got to <laughs> up your intake of sugar, dude. I I try to avoid sugar. Do you try to avoid sugar?
1: Um, if I'm gonna be totally honest, no. Um, what
2: what do you think has a lot of sugar? I didn't
1: notice. So sugar, it's just gonna be in everything that is just like around me because I'm in the U.S. Um, but I do yeah. know the dangers of sugar. Um. So, I try to get, like, good sugars. I try to get good sugars. So, I'm going to pair my bad sugars with good sugars.
2: What are good
0: sugars?
1: Um, Good sugars are the – so, you get sugars from carbohydrates. And so, um, your body breaks it down and turns it into – uh like good sugar. So like basically the Mexican Coke Coca Cola that comes from Mexico, it doesn't use high fructose corn syrup. It uses sugar cane from um and uh from like yeah, sugar cane. And so that is a lot easier to break down um in your body. And uh
2: yeah,
0: so yeah.
1: So yeah, there's like two there's a bunch of different types of sugars. Um
2: Dude, it's just like I'm how Sorry, let me just say that good sugar sounds like a rapper. <laughs> good sugar. Yeah,
1: yeah, I was getting a lot of like different different things I was thinking about there too because you can you you know you know you can have a sugar daddy you know like the dude you hang out with that pays you a bunch of money. <laughs> yep.
0: Oh yeah.
2: Dude, remember? All right. Speaking of sugar, remember Sugar Kyper? Do does that name mean anything to you? Sugar Kuiper. Oh, I haven't heard of that. She was a contestant on Survivor. Were you a fan of Survivor?
1: I actually was watching a lot of Survivor on YouTube last night. It was
2: hilarious. Wait, dude, dude, that's that's another coincidence. That sounds like we planned. Wait, tell me, we didn't plan that.
1: No, I I was looking up about how um, uh, (laughs) Survivor Survivor contestants broke the game.
2: (laughs) No way, dude! You were just looking up Survivor last night. And I just ra- randomly brought it up. For no- Wait. So what were you what were you looking up about Survivor last night?
1: Uh, I just came up on YouTube, and then it was just like top time, top uh, five times that um, contestants uh, broke the game in, um, in different ways that the, the the writers did not foresee happening, and like it was hilarious.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's the twentieth anniversary of it. But did you watch that show back in the day?
1: Oh yeah, I was so into that. I wouldn't even wait for the. I would want to wait for the episode to come out, and I was hooked. So, like every week, I was like watching it. It's
2: bad. Who is your favorite Survivor contestant of all time? Do you want to hear a couple of mine?
1: Uh, I'll hear let a me, couple of yours because I probably can't name right. any. All
2: right, let me let me prime you with a couple names here. Ready? Uh, Boston Rob. Remember Boston Rob?
1: Uh, I'm going to be really honest, Chris.
2: In, like, in I Amber. Remember? have a hard time, like, in- Hmm? Go,
1: go on. So, so, like, for me, like, um, I'll recognize faces and stuff like that, but, like, name is what you're really good at. And uh, I'm not good at names. I'm not good at lyrics. But I have to work on them a lot to, like, I have to study them, basically, to get to where you're at. You have a, like, you have a steel trap for a head. I, I...
2: Dude, wait, that's a compliment. Dang, you just said I have a steel trap for a head? Dude,
1: put that in yeah, you can you got you you've you've been acing school since I've met you.
0: Yeah, I'm not like, I never
1: did that grade in school.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, I feel like I got straight A's. I never really you did. got
1: straight A's in high school, bro. Like
2: I you're right, I I was a good I was a good high school student. I, I had a good GPA in high school, for sure. But, but then I'm I glad to, that
1: you you realized that um uh that it's not that important and what it makes you happy <laughs> for your passion is what's important and you've been really killing it lately doing i i looked into your instagram a lot and you're just really you're like enjoying life you're looking at the trees you're slowing down you are very very anal very like um like uh kind of like closed up in my opinion in high school and so when I saw oh, you, like, yeah, really open up in college and later on in life, it, it really made me happy. So, Oh,
2: thanks, yeah. Dude, you know what it was? It's because I, I didn't – dude, I never kissed a girl till I was 19. I didn't hey, kiss I didn't kiss a girl until till I, was, I was 18. Okay, there. so we're not even – wait, I was acting like it was crazy, but you're only one year.
1: <laughs>
2: okay, okay.
1: Yeah, we yeah. were we were Chris, we were very very similar in high school.
2: Yeah, dude, I so I was very sh- I was always just like scared of like I was scared of girls for some reason, you know? <laughs> Cuz Cause, cause I thought that they would figure out, they'd be like,
0: "Oh, he he
2: is he's a virgin. He doesn't know what he's doing." <laughs> you
0: know?
2: But now I Yeah, kinda, like... no,
1: you yeah, you definitely yeah, so um a lot of my friends that have still the similar idea of that like really just like try and like if you fail it's like really it's okay um but it's better to not like it's better to try than not to have, like you know i've always been like super into like um relationships or like friendships because i always say it's better than to it's better to have loved and lost than never to have, like loved at all basically
2: didn't shakespeare say that i'm not sure <laughs> dude that's a great probably i know what you mean though. I know what you mean. Wait, what's your view on online dating? Because I've always oh, this. I got a some I got a
1: I got a I got a huge view of online
2: dating. Oh, give it to me, dude. Okay, so
1: um, basically, I call it like Tinderland. Okay, so
0: um, it's <laughs> I very
1: that. I'm yeah, So that. It's, it's called Tinderland. So, stuff, so <laughs> it's it's
0: people <laughs> people that
1: have a hard time initiating. That's the that's that's the that's the biggest problem is they have a hard time initiating. And oh, yeah. um so it so uh, online dating took that away. So oh, yeah. It opens up the conversation to where it's you start like um, hey, you matched with someone, talk to them. Okay, I'll talk to them. And then um then I'll go on a date and then they're just as socially as awkward as you because they're on online dating.
0: <laughs>
1: and <laughs> so, so when so I funny. went... So when I went on online dating, I was good in person and over the phone and over texting. And so basically, I was able to get dates quickly all the time and hold a conversation with basically five people. Like, But that became so um, so taxing to me. And um like all that like it I it just gave me a huge like I haven't used online dating in like two, three years, something like that. Because I noticed I just didn't need that. I'm good at initiating and I'm good at like being in person, so I just stuck in person.
2: So hey, you're you are um, very forthcoming. You're very forthcoming and friendly. So I could see how like strangers like I, I could see how you'd be really quick to make friends with a stranger. Right?
1: Yeah, no, it's it's so basically yep. when you yep. see me at a bar or a club or, or at a party and you look at me, um, you're gonna you're gonna think I'm best friends with everyone
2: there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm see, I not. I
2: love it. I love your. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you're saying. Cause you have you're like the life of the party. Like you're having fun.
1: Yeah, I'm having fun. I'm I'm going there and I'm doing what I want and like that's where I thrive. I thrive in social situations.
2: You're like you're like Van Wilder. That's why you're going back to college. I know you you, you
1: you've you've talked to me about that before.
2: <laughs> Wait, I I may have said that last episode. Dude, I can't believe you're going to go to Western. Are are you going to go to Western? Um,
1: Maybe. so it's going to be either Yuta Buffalo, Wazoo Everett, or Western. Um I'm trying to I've, <laughs> I I really made a huge circle of friends here and so I'm trying to stay in my area and so you know baffle or wazoo ever is probably what i'm gonna go towards because um, then you
2: wouldn't have to move you could stay at your house right
1: yeah and like i'm really good at like moving and then just being fine i'll just like get a bunch of cool friends like instantly but um the people <laughs> that i've made relationships people i've <laughs> yeah People I've made relationships here really matter to me a lot. I have my twin brother that's, like, only 15 minutes away, and I didn't get that for a lot of my time in college because I was up for my whole life and going to Pullman or, like, living in Germany. And, like, I missed out on a lot of, like, the people that actually mattered to me. And
2: um, I, I thought – I thought you were gonna say my brother, who's only fifteen minutes older than me.
1: <laughs> oh, he's four minutes oh, older. Funny. I've never heard. Oh, the four minutes, of it, dude.
2: Four minutes older. Oh, he always brags about it. That's so funny. Wait, so wait, I want to circle back to online dating because, dude, my here my this is my view on it, is I've always had trouble wrapping my head around like finding a long term girlfriends on like online dating. You know what I mean by that? Yeah. Um first like, of all it doesn't your seem family's realistic. gonna know. So your yeah, family's then, gonna know. It seems embarrassing because you don't wanna you don't want to say that you met online dating. Right?
1: Right, but in <laughs> actuality the percentage of people that meet each other online is huge it's like 30 40% of relationships were started online and online could mean um facebook um online could mean um you uh were buying some buying something on offer up and you met up and you vibed with them and then you messaged
2: each other and then you got into a relationship
0: <laughs>
2: i wonder how many have started like from craigslist <laughs> uh but it doesn't it seem like inauthentic like why does why Why do I trust someone? I trust a stranger that I meet in person versus a stranger that I meet on the internet. Why do I trust a stranger in person more than a stranger on the internet?
1: Oh, I can shed a little light on that, so basically you're gonna think trans- like this right, yeah, go
2: go, go. you're gonna
1: think like this, so I met you on Tinder. How many mm-hmm. other people matched you and that you're talking to right now on Tinder? It's going to be 10 other people at least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, if I meet you in person, you're not on your phone messaging 10 other dudes right now. You're talking to me about peppers in a grocery store. Like,
2: yeah, but like, it's like, like more that's of like where a... your mind is going. There's more of a personal personability to it or something.
1: Yeah. So if you're doing the Tinder game or the Bumble game or Hinge or Plenty of Fish or you know, any of those, um, they're 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 like like doing a huge cast of a net and you're basically competing with like ten other dudes. And in real life, like, yeah, you're still gonna be what I call yeah competing or trying to like move on with the relationship with a couple other dudes, but at least you have that in person face to face contact and um and also just like the people I've met online, they're never they're never gonna perfectly look like their pictures, and if they do, you're yeah, one of the exactly. lucky ones.
2: Like exactly, dude. I was just gonna say and, that. I was just gonna. Say and that. I've
1: never been a super image person. And so when I meet up with this girl, like, at Cactus in Kirkland, and she looks absolutely nothing like the person I was talking to, I'm either <laughs> going to be like, okay, I'm going to have this meal, pay for it, and then probably not talk to her ever again. Or I'm going to slam six margaritas and make out with her. Like, Which one did you do? Or do both? Well, what do you think I did? I slammed six margaritas and made, definitely made out with her.
2: <laughs> <laughs> of course. And then did you not call her again after that, or did you hook up with her?
1: A... Oh, I, yeah, I did. I did hook up with her too.
2: <laughs> you had to, you have to go to the finish line. You know, you, you had to take it to the hoop.
1: Hey, I'm like, <laughs> you I'm have... here. I'm here. We talked. <laughs> like,
2: I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. Like, regardless, dude. Wait, give me some of your. What's some of your best pickup lines? Because you're always talking about like picking up everybody. So what's like a good? What's some of your pickup lines at work?
0: I
1: wouldn't call them
2: pickup lines,
1: but I got I got <laughs> a funny one. I got a funny one.
0: Oh, uh, it's me. like
1: when they, because they're like a lot of girls are super into astrology, so they ask you when your birthday is, and so I go, um, my birthday is the day before Valentine's Day. That's why I'm such a sweetheart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so corny.
2: It's so bad, bro. Uh, it's bad. Dude. It's not even on Valentine's Day. It's the day before Valentine's
0: Day. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh my god.
2: Oh my god. You could be like it's on the 13th. Thir- you could say sometimes it's Friday the 13th, so I'm unlucky. Right?
1: Yeah, that's why my last name means unfair. <laughs> Wait, does it really? Yeah, Ungerecht means unfair or unrighteous in German.
2: <laughs>
1: wow, that's
2: so interesting. Cool. I wonder what Arneson means. What do you think Arneson Yeah, you probably got to
1: look that up. I don't know what that means.
2: I was just asking you, like, you would know it. I thought you would know it for some reason. I thought that you would know. Yeah, uh, it, that would dude, be one of
1: the things I would know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you just know it off the top of your head. Dude, let me ask well, you a question. Well, a lot of here.
1: people's names come from like Germanic backgrounds or like uh I don't know, Polish backgrounds or something, or like uh Irish backgrounds and uh like Gaelic and stuff like that. And so like I don't know the 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 word for king or whatever is I don't know. Like, there, I there's definitely, like, you can look up your name and see what it says.
2: Oh, yeah, I'll look it up. But let me ask you a random question here. This is a multiple choice. If you could choose one of these historic events to be at, which one do, would you be at? Would it be the moon landing, Woodstock, or the miracle on ice? Woodstock. Oh, I did not. I think you are going to say moon landing. Wow. Well, we all know
1: that's fake, anyways. So,
2: oh wait, do you do you actually think it's fake? No, I'm joking with you. It's not fake. Oh, dude, I was, I, deep. <laughs> I was about to go deep with you, dude. We were about to go deep on the fake moon landing. Because I would have, dude. I'm willing. I'm willing to listen. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I'm willing I do. to. Li- yeah, I'm, you called I'm me, bro. To you called me.
2: No, I mean I'm willing to listen to conspiracy theories. But are you not much of a conspiracy theorist?
1: Um, so, like, uh, uh, I, I know, okay, so, a lot of, like, theories, uh, if it quacks like a duck, it's a duck, bro, you know? Like,
0: (laughs) uh, dude, I love that. uh,
1: But, but basically, like, uh, a lot of them, I think, are definitely true, because, um, um, so, like, the CIA tested LSD, on their soldiers to see if it would be a good drug to use against the enemy um and Uh they covered that shit up (laughs) oh they always cover that we have yeah we got like documents about it later and you know and even now like my cousin mentioned that um a lot of documents that um, were re- released right now, but no one cares because of the coronavirus. There's actually footage of, like, aliens and stuff being released right now, but no one even cares because we're all worried about this pandemic and we're panicked right now. So... All, right, all right.
2: I want to... Wait, let's circle back to the... Where, where do you fall on the corona? Like, where do you fall on the lockdown? Like, personally, me, I'm starting... I think that they should open everything. I'm, I'm starting to fall more on the they should just open it up. That's that's what I'm starting to think. What do you Um, think? I'm um, I'm
0: I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna reference um like the Spanish flu. Sure, sure. There was a so when we had the Spanish flu, we had um um, the world, they probably had like just uh, like 100k or like 200k people die or something,
2: and then the second wave of it killed millions of people. Dude, but how long do you think they can keep the economy? Like, people aren't going to just stay at home forever. You know what I mean by that? Like, yeah, people that's restless. totally
1: true. But, like, people, you know, people are um, restless. so when there was a 19, the 1920 um, influenza pandemic, um, we had to do the exact same thing. And um, it's just like we just have a bigger population out here in the world. And – um
2: Yep, but uh, they didn't have podcasts. They didn't have podcasts in 1920. <laughs> they didn't have social media. They didn't. Don't you think it was? It must have been way different back in. Like how, how different do you think the Spanish influenza was compared to this? Because that was a hundred years. Oh, ago.
0: Oh, so yeah,
2: media I mean, that was hundred years has ago. a huge
1: impact on us. Huge. Yep. Oh yeah. So, so basically. You could either not care, or you could panic. And
2: Dude, I'm, um, I'm in the not the care. The media I'm made us panic. Dude, I don't care. I I haven't panicked at all. I'm I'm just yeah because guess whole what, time.
1: Chris? You're you're educated. You're smart,
2: <laughs>
0: and
1: you exactly, you realize man. that panicking doesn't like help anything. Like like hoarding toilet paper doesn't help anything.
2: Dude, I haven't bought toilet paper. In over two months, I haven't even bought it. I've I've been using the same stuff I've had, so yeah, <laughs> I'm like bragging about if it. You have
1: a pack of thirty rolls. If you even go through a whole roll per day, which means like uh, you have Wait, a problem. No. First of all, dude,
2: I go dude, I don't even. It keep I I keep it for like a month. So I keep a roll for like a month. Like I yeah, I don't use it. And like my dad has a
1: duvet, so
2: oh, dude. That your dad's bawling. <laughs> yeah. And then your dad also, knows what's up.
1: And then everyone everyone has a duvet. It's called a shower, guys. So if you run out of toilet paper, you're just gonna have to take a quick shower, guys.
2: Dude, <laughs> just spray spray your butthole. Just hop in the shower and spray your
0: butthole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: just give it a little once over. Just give it a little spritz.
1: You know? Yeah, everyone needs to <laughs> clean butthole anyways. You're gonna clean your butthole that day anyways, so might as well just time it with the poops. Save some water.
2: Dude, I don't understand these maniacs that are using so much toilet paper. Like, I hardly use any. Like, I use a, maybe a few squares a day. You know the little squares? I use, like, a yeah. few squares. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, a few... I use, like... Uh, I, I, I I I ration my teepee. But, I mean, I don't, I'm bragging or something, but... So, what do you think about, like... Why do so many people like drink the chloride metaphorically? Oh my God.
1: I'm going to touch on this real quick. Our president needs to really like be, be educated and think about his thoughts before he says things because um, like even recently he said um, injecting Lysol into your body would help. And that killed like a couple thousand people when he said that. So, yeah, but um, what do
0: you,
2: I honestly, I'm one of the people who thinks that those people kind of deserve to die because it's called Darwinism. Because they're, yeah, I was going to bring up Darwinism for
1: sure. Yep. If you're, yeah, if
2: you're stupid enough to do that, then you deserve to die. (laughs) If you're, if you're stupid enough to do that, then you shouldn't live. You know what I'm saying by that? Yeah, I understand that, but it sounds harsh. It sounds kind of harsh. But it's it's very hard
0: because um, <laughs> if, if
1: we gave them like the opportunity to have education, they wouldn't they wouldn't do that. And so I really feel yeah. for the people that like like do that and like you know like like um, when people were smoking those freaking Tide pods, um, like <laughs> Wait, yeah, people, those guys smoke? Wait, the, people smoked. Wait, people like, smoked those? Yeah, they put them on dab rigs and smoked Tide pods. There's a video of it.
2: Wait what happened to him when they smoked it?
1: Oh, he just coughed a lot i I don't think he i don't think he died or anything, but he <laughs> coughed a lot and then like a lot of like kids and um like elderly adults like with uh dementia ate them and died so
2: oh, oh well, I'm, dude, I'm obviously not saying that mentally challenged people deserve to die i'm not you know i'm not or or demented people or people I'm not saying that like I'm saying that. If you have like a full capacity of mind, but then yep. you make the decision to do something like that, then you're not you don't really you're not going to make it far in life. Like you might get picked nope. off. You, you, might yeah, get, you might get, get, get picked, picked, picked off, off by that. mother Mother Nature. Mother Nature's going to get you. <laughs> yeah. no, because don't you believe in Darwinism, kind of? like the, oh, the cream rice. Definitely that's the thing. That's really that's the thing.
1: Um it's really sad. <laughs> Even like my um I I have a friend that's like um just found some like raccoons, baby raccoons and she was trying to like uh they they were trying to like um like nurse them back to health. And there's only one raccoon left right now out of five.
2: <laughs> are you saying people are like
0: raccoons?
1: <laughs> well, people like are just creatures. And so right now um like even a century ago which doesn't seem that long even 100 years ago a lot of uh women were dying in pregnancies a lot of babies would die in infancy but our age uh, is like growing because of our healthcare is growing and our science is growing so people are living longer and uh um, Where do
2: you Wait, uh, let me just jump know. in. Where do you see where do you see the because you're talking about like technology growth and people living longer, like where do you see that going in 50 years? Like, oh, all in 50 years, stuff. we're
1: gonna have gem- genetically modified babies.
2: What does that mean?
0: <laughs>
1: we're gonna. So right now, we're able to splice DNA to where we could literally, if we want to, pick and choose what traits a human has. Mhm. Mhm. And so we can yeah, so pick they don't a trait like being tall or being strong or being smart. And now people are going having... to be able to
2: Sorry, go go on, go on.
0: Uh so uh <laughs> so we're going to be gonna able, say, able or... to
1: um like pick pick like the traits of babies when before it was just like oh, oh cool, like I made I made a kid with uh this girl and I can definitely see a face in her there and like see some of my genetic code in there too and then um every one of them is different and um now it's just like we could just genetically modify corn to be corn used to be only like two inches big and like now it's like a foot long now.
2: Oh, so baby corn is just regular corn?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Dude, that's so funny. Wait, so you're saying there's going to be no world hunger in the future because they're just going to genetically modify a bunch of food and just feed Africa, right?
1: Um, I still can't believe why it's still a problem now. Do you know Americans waste 40% of the food that we make? <laughs>
2: I can't believe <laughs> – why why isn't there more of a system where all the food that we don't eat goes, so, like, to some hungry people? Like, more of a um, – more of, you know, more of a pipeline, like a,
1: a – um, So, pipeline. I can tell you why. So, in the U.S., um, we actually throw away fruit and, uh, like, potatoes that look weird, but we can totally eat them. But we throw them away because they don't fit our – perception of what a potato looks like. Well, you can totally eat it. Because um, we're so basically when potatoes. food Yeah, when food, when food expires, um, grocery stores really do want to give it to, like, the homeless shelter, but then they're liable. And, like, they're liable if they gave that food to, like, a person and they got sick and died. Um, France is heading in a really good way right now where they're able to, like, they made laws to where it protects the grocery stores to when they donate food that they're
2: not liable yeah you shouldn't be liable. well i mean you shouldn't give like rotten food but you shouldn't be liable if someone's allergic to something what if someone's allergic and they don't know (laughs) but wait so speaking of which what do you think about i'm kind of all over the place right now but what do you think about because there's really bad homelessness in los angeles and in seattle so what do you think about like how would you how would you fix the homelessness problem? If you could,
1: a... um, so I'm gonna reference socialist countries like Australia and Germany. I didn't see a single piece of trash when I was in downtown Brisbane. I didn't see a single homeless person. Um, what? But here, i mean, I'm not kidding. It was the cleanest city center I've ever seen in my entire life.
2: So how'd they do that? Um,
1: um, they did that through everyone um, noticing that people um, uh, need a little bit of help and they shouldn't, like, hold on to their wealth and, they, um, and you know, like, just do it in a healthy yeah. way. And, like, we yeah. – America Wait. is – Wait. Sorry, go.
2: But, but most of the homeless are mentally ill, I think, because you know how they close all the institutions? Remember when, like, in the 80s, they closed all the institutions? Like, and then yeah. they released all the mentally ill people. Because I think most homeless people are just, they're just mentally ill. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, so like, basically... even, if, so even if you gave them, well, so what I'm saying is even if you gave them money, they're not going to have a normal life. Like, they would just blow all their money on drugs, and then they they're still on the street. Like, no matter how much money... Like how do you fix that? <laughs> like do you bring back institutions? Uh, that
1: that like, is a, you... that's a cultural society problem. That is. Well, um, is it the family is responsibility all, so. Is it is it yeah, like
2: the family's response? What about like the family? Like the people who, who who you know what I mean? Like the the loved ones? Like where are they? Like they've all they've deserted the people who are homeless.
1: Yeah, I've, you know I mean it's it? pretty common that if you have a mentally ill child that it's too much work and too much money and where they literally abandon them and it's very sad.
2: But yeah, what I'm saying is there has to be there either has to be mental institutions or the family has to like cuz like it there's it should be illegal for people to sleep on the street. Like there's there's laws against that, but they're not enforced. You know what I'm saying? Like
1: yeah, and the, I and I think a lot of this is um, uh, we have to um, look at mentally ill illness, mental illness, and change our view about that. <laughs> and then we have to look at um, our view on drugs. Um, so what a little sidestep too is we're starting to like open up uh, what you call like um. Uh, they're, they're basically uh, safe places where you can shoot up heroin because they're going to shoot up mm-hmm. heroin anyways, but if they OD, then they can survive. And then also while they're there, they get educated on rehab programs. Um, in Canada, they have like shoot up sites basically. And basically they don't arrest you that you go and shoot up, you do what you got to do. And then they educate you and try to get you into rehab. And um, so they they, and like to me that's like that's the correct way of doing it um because being cycled through jail and being cycled through rehab and all that stuff you're just gonna you're just gonna keep doing it and doing it until you die and so i i think i think that we uh what's going on now is not working and we should at least try something different
0: but some people would
2: say that's that some- bad idea to give people like why would you give people drugs like,
1: they're, you know what I mean that's what a lot of people say. You're, you're not like, going to give them they're going to get the drugs anyways but at least you have a safe site
2: oh you're saying that they can't get they have to bring the drugs with them it's a BYO drug
0: BYO yeah party. bring
2: your own drugs
0: <laughs> like the every house party, party ever yeah <laughs>
2: like our like underground race oh my gosh Wait, so, so, um, I dude, it, but what about the family? You know what I'm saying with the family? Don't you think they have some responsibility?
1: Absolutely. You have, okay. you have, yeah. uh, you have, you have definitely responsibility. If you see, um, your brother going through depression, you gotta, you gotta help him out with that. Like, um, if you, if you see your brother going through, like, Drug or alcohol abuse, which we we both like have seen that with our families um like oh yeah, you have an obligation to be if you if you if you're healthy enough and you can support them in a healthy way, um you should even if it takes them ten times to get better, like it's just for the long run like you should be there for each other, you shouldn't like just um say it's not my problem or I can't help anything, you should educate yourself and then. Um, see what works for some people and then just like help them get through it. But if you, if if it's going to hurt you to where you can't go to work or you um, can't do what you want to do, then, then don't, it's, it's, it's just a choice. And so a lot of people become like drug alcohol counselors or they become uh, EMT firefighters and they, they're on the forefront of like drug abuse and um like, if we didn't have any of those things, like, what are they going to do? Like a lot of like drug abusers, it's genetic and uh, it's not like, uh, so our families, as good as you said they were, we, I still, I, we're still struggling with being addicted to drugs, even though we have like a, basically a picture perfect family where it's very healthy and we have all the opportunity in the world. And then all of a sudden you find yourself addicted to pills or you find yourself addicted to alcohol and it's it's just mind-blowing that like that can still happen that can happen anywhere
2: uh yeah totally but what i'm interested in is do you think it's an inevitability that there's going to be a certain amount of homeless people or do you are you one of those like utopia kind of like you know how some people think there can be like a utopia where there's like no homeless people, or do you think there's always going to be like a certain amount?
1: There's always going to be a certain amount of unemployment. There's always going to be a certain like amount of homelessness and, um, getting that to zero. it, it it's very hard. It's like, it's like when we um, started, uh, pouring a bunch of money into like polio vaccination, um, it's very hard to get that to zero, where it's like abolished. And there's things that are, that are going to happen that are going to like ramp up drug abuse, ramp up unemployment. Right now, because of this pandemic, there's t- crimes. Crime went up. Um, drug abuse went up. Uh,
2: unemployment went up.
0: Um, yeah. Wait,
2: wait. Poverty went but, up. That's interesting. But what I, I don't know. We're we're both coming from a place. I like how you always have to make a, a caveat that you're like I'm coming from a place of privilege, you know. You know how people say that, but but I would never, I wouldn't just ter- become a criminal. Like I'm not just gonna become a because I would just move. I would just move back in with some family members, you know. I, I wouldn't become a criminal if I needed stuff.
1: Uh, my brother became a criminal when he had the option of moving back in with my family.
2: Um, yeah, but he was like, was he drug? What, what was he on? Some drugs.
1: Yeah, pretty much anything you can think of. Yeah, he's done it. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Because that's not that's not a clear minded. Yeah, because criminal activity is not clear minded. So most people who do criminal stuff are on drugs. Not not weed. I'm not talking about marijuana either. You know? I'm, right? I'm talking about... Yeah, a lot of
0: criminal obviously. activity
1: goes hand-in-hand hand with drugs for sure, but I, I've i known people that are just, like, violent and, like, they just... Yeah, there's just a diff, there's a lot of different, like, mixes into that. I'm not going to just put um, oh. people that use drugs are going to be criminals because...
2: Oh, of course not. Well, oh, actually... Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, did you hear that? Did you hear that? That was a motorcycle just went by it was super loud but, but um was it a I'm harley like dude i don't know i just heard it it was so loud if it was a harley it's probably oh, a, like hell's angels which is one of the
1: most dangerous <laughs> gangs in america <laughs> oh
2: yeah <laughs> All right, but what i'm saying is if if you are if you're a hard drug addict you're gonna become a criminal it's only a matter of time before you start stealing to get your drugs you're gonna start stealing to get your drugs
1: yeah, you're if gonna you're start screwing
0: like,
2: over your friends, like yeah. If you're like a, if you are a heroin addict or like a crack addict, I don't, I don't know anything about hard drugs because I've never, I've never done hard drugs, really, you know. But I'm just saying, those people probably, I don't know, I have no idea actually. I'm, I don't know, <laughs> I'm just spitballing. But what, what were we even talking about?
1: Uh, do you have any more? Um... Things you wrote down for questions,
2: dude. Yeah, we've been going for a while. Here, let me. We'll we'll wrap it up. Do you want? Are you, we'll wrap it up in a minute here.
1: Oh, I can keep going, but yeah.
2: Okay, yeah. Let's keep going. Let's keep doing it, dude. Dude, I'm not doing anything.
0: <laughs> All right,
2: here we go. Um. So, oh, did you ever think of? I never told you my favorite Survivor contestant. Let's go back. Let's go back to Survivor. So, um. I like. Oh, yeah, you can't remember any of the names, so, so that's okay. I like Boston Rob. I like Ozzy. Oh, Ozzy. Like Actually, Ethan. I know Ozzy. Oh, you remembered Ozzy? Yep. Dude,
1: like, just yeah, last
2: with the – Okay, yeah, just from last night, yeah, because he has the cool hair.
1: <laughs> He's got the cool hair, and he was very strong, and it was very hard to, like – um like vote him out. And, um, he was inevitably going to win. And, uh, some girls plotted against him and it
2: worked.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, that's so funny. Yeah. I, I want to go back to, we didn't really get that much into like, where do you, have you heard about Elon Musk is designing mind reading active? He's designing mind reading technology.
1: Have you heard about that? Elon Musk is amazing. I think he's doing a really good job because he even had the space program. He started doing. He's he's running the forefront of a lot of technology, and um, uh, yeah, he's he's definitely he's better, way better than gonna... an Amazon douchebag.
2: Oh, Bezos. <laughs> Wait, what? What do people not like about Bezos?
1: Um, that during the pandemic, like that he asked the public to donate to Amazon employees when he has a ton of money to do that anyways.
2: Oh yeah. People yeah. think that he should pay the Amazon employees. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's yeah. funny. I I'm not I'm not one of those people I I never tell rich people how they should spend their money. I don't think people should tell rich people how they should because it's their money, you know? It's not yours. Right? What, who gives you the right to tell them how to spend it?
1: Um, you know what I'm yeah, no, no one has the right to do that, but also when you said, like, their money, um, a lot of them got it from not... They didn't make it, bro. Like, a lot of the money that is, like, uh, helping rich people right now that they have, it, it was passed down, basically. <laughs> Through a oh,
2: lot of like trust like, funds, it's inheritance. So. Inheritance. You see, they're and they're old so, money. yeah, they got the it's, they got that old money.
1: Old money. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: it's not that it's not that new money.
0: Yeah, yeah I, do you remember, wait, like so that's, um, wait uh, wait,
2: so you, that's what you're pro they can't control that though. Nobody they can't control what they're born into. You know, it's not their fault that they're born into a rich family. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like you can't control if you're born poor, you can't control if you're born rich. Yeah, and a, rich more, and a lot more people that are, rich are people. born <laughs> poor
1: are a lot more giving. Um, a lot of uh, Wait, you, the people you, that I, I, think I of, uh, found out that are, like, well-off don't tip. They don't like giving, and they're very frugal, but that's why they're yeah, rich.
2: But they prob- <laughs> yeah, but they probably give big donations. They They probably give... You don't. You just don't see the big donations that they give, even though they might not tip well. They call, you don't see what they give, though. You know.
1: Um, and then yeah. a lot of like donations, by the way, it's a um, um, they, Tax they right donate out. to they donate to like their own companies, and they don't have to pay uh-huh. taxes on that money, and then they can use that money. Yeah. And so a lot of donations are not. Um, wait! Or they're, wait, like, wait! Wait! malicious. But-
2: Okay, I see what you're you're saying. Is Bill Gates a bad... I don't really know about it. Do people not like Bill Gates?
1: Oh, Bill Gates is definitely, like, really loved. He he was on the forefront of, like, eradicating polio.
2: Yeah, wait, but what do you think... Some people think that he tries to control people's minds with the vaccines. Have you heard about that?
1: Oh, that's bullshit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love how you just don't buy into a conspiracy at all. There's, like, no way.
0: That's so funny. Yeah, like no, I don't that
1: buy guy it, was really. a that guy was a nerdy nerd. And he's always just from knowing him, like he has a good heart. And so like why why? Dude, I, why? I,
2: I bet Bezos has Bezos has probably donated billions though, is all I'm saying. He's probably donated a lot of money.
0: Yeah, I don't, no, I don't
1: know. um I have no idea. Um so that's a very good that's a very good talk, so um to, uh, people that have wealth are they obligated to donate and stuff like that um, No.
2: <laughs>
0: no
1: they're not too, obligated of course not.
2: um no but they like, should they but, should give the charity they should give some the charity
1: but i mean if you have a little bit of like extra wealth and revenue but then then but then you're giving free passes to people that weren't buckling down and, like, being smart with their money. And it's just, like, this whole kind of, like, back and forth thing. But um, I, but but, uh, but a huge opinion of mine, though, is, like, um, in the politics right now, like, if you have money, you're going to be able to pass laws and lobbies and stuff like that. Like, um, and you're going to be able to buy off a lot of, like, hire up people that can actually vote for that stuff, and that's not fair.
2: Oh, dude, politics are all corrupt. Like, I don't pay any attention yeah, to politics. Yeah, because of... It's just all, so that's all why, corrupt.
1: That's why people have that opinion about rich people, is because, um, like, if they have a company, like, basically when uh, GMC um, had a bunch of cars killing people, they didn't tell anybody about that and then they just they just got they got they uh um they got a, a like a fine basically and so this this 200 billion dollar company paid 40 million dollars to get out of it when they made billions of dollars off of it killing people and so uh even even like the prescription drug companies right now like um oh they found out like this drug was actually killing people but they just use all that money that they made off of it to settle in court for money when they actually like didn't learn anything from it. And then they just do it again. And, um, yeah. And so that's when that's, and and even right now, like I, I went to the dump in Kirkland and I didn't use any ties for my uh, load. And so the guy said, you can like, yeah, you did something illegal. Like you can tie it down and I don't, I won't charge you $25. But I'm like, I I don't care. And he goes, okay, I pay $25, it doesn't really matter. And so, like, people get out of a lot of things with just money. If you have money, you basically get out of a lot of things. If you have money, you have power. And it's, and it's just like, if I had a
2: bunch of money, I
1: could literally do whatever I want. No one can tell me what to do.
2: What would be the first thing that you did if you got, like, a large sum of large inheritance? What would be the first big-ticket item?
1: Uh so I got twelve grand from a car accident when I was eight uh when I was nineteen. I got 12, a twelve grand check. And so I was young That's
2: a decent amount.
1: And what I yeah, and so that's the most amount I've ever seen in my entire life. To me that was a lot of money. And so what I did is I spent that on travel, education, and a new car. Um but if I had what car did you get? a million dollars, I would definitely try to like invest that to make it grow, right? a million dollars goes really quick actually Mm. if you think about it like you can buy a house you could pay off all your debt um you could do a lot of things with that but really I would just kind of like see what my goals were without that because money is opportunity and so I would probably better myself with my education help out the people that actually matter to me like you know my family and stuff like that where you know it's So basically money is just opportunity and, um, the more money you make, the more opportunity you have. And that's going to bring a lot of choices on me. So I'm always going to choose to do the good thing that I decide in the end. So, yeah. So basically I would buy a lot of cool
0: stuff.
2: (laughs) Like what's a cool thing? Like what's the example of a cool item? Ooh, like a car.
1: Ooh, I would buy a submarine. That would be really cool.
0: A submarine?
1: <laughs> I really like water. I found this out pretty recently that, like, I have this uncanny thing. Like, whenever whenever I just really need to, like, go relax or, like, it's been a part of my life a lot through swimming, lifeguarding, all that stuff, water. I just, I just feel really, really uh, at home and, like, close to myself when I'm near, like, a body of water.
2: What? Why do you think that is?
1: Um, I would probably think it's because like my parents put me in swim lessons as soon as I had turned like enough to swim, and that was a big part of my life was just like being in a pool, smelling chlorine, like holding my breath underwater. Like that's where it came from. What
2: think? It's a comfortable place. Yeah, that's cool. So here's a a random thing. Did you hear that? You know the double rainbow guy? Remember the double rainbow guy?
0: Oh
1: yeah, love that guy from Yosemite.
2: He died. He just passed away. No. <laughs> yeah I know. I I just saw how it he die? today. No. I, I don't know. I, he was like 50, He was overweight. He was like a 57 year old obese guy. Probably like a heart heart problem. But
0: yeah, yeah.
2: I watched his video. Have you seen that video recently?
1: Oh, his double rainbow? What I really like yeah, about dude. that video is he, he is just so enthralled just by, by that. And he's just like, he's outside, he's a double rainbow, and he's so happy about it.
2: It's like you in the water. Yeah. <laughs> dude, look, you know the funniest part about his that video is when, because I just watched it, so I remember it. He is a part where he goes, Oh my God! It's almost a triple rainbow. <laughs> yeah. He definitely that's a, that's was that's like that's...
1: really into marijuana for sure.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say, do no, I think that was more than weed. I think he was on mushrooms or something, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> he man. He was on,
1: I don't know. A little, uh, know. a little psilocybin. <laughs> <laughs> maybe.
2: <laughs>
1: no, that's what dude, that's, I... that's the that's the active drug in mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah,
2: yeah. I've. I've never had a solid shroom experience. Like, I've only done it – I think I've only done it once, and it just didn't work out for me. Like, I didn't have enough or something. Oh, I can but, talk on
1: this if you want.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, I, I love these kinds of stories. <laughs> Go for it. Um.
1: So I was debating whether I was going to share this or not on the podcast, but in all honesty <laughs> – Honesty. Who cares? We're, I'm not we're pretty deep into it, and we're and deep into in this point exactly. If they're so, listening, they're um, true fans. So I've think you're psychedelics gonna... probably uh, four times. Four times, yeah. So like, th- like four times with mushrooms, and probably like three times with LSD, and um, so. Like, uh, the first time I did trims was, like, after, like, a festival. Um, And I just took just, like, uh, so the the doses, here's the doses. So, have you heard of an eighth? Yep. An eighth of an ounce. Oh, yeah. So, if someone took an eighth, that's a lot. Okay. Yeah. So, that's three and a half grams. Mm -hmm. Um, so I always recommend when people first do it, lower dose, lower end dose and see how you go, because literally it's going to bring up all your emotions. It's going to make you literally think about everything that you don't think about in everyday life. Like you're going to cry (laughs) if you're not like totally good mentally before it. Really? Um, and so I recently, um, took five grams. And that was like oh, a week ago with like my friend Carl.
0: <laughs>
2: oh wait, a week ago? Yeah. yeah. Just just last week? Yeah, Ooh, this like this is a maybe, fresh story. Like four days ago. Oh, this is hot off the press. Wait, and you
1: hot off the press. His name, yeah.
2: is, his name is Carl Carl. Carl
0: Yeah. We're gonna go with Carl.
2: We're gonna go with Carl. Like, go with Carl. like Carl. walking walking dead.
0: <laughs> Carl
2: <laughs> yeah, we're going to go with Carl. My dad, That's what we're going to go with. My dad loves it. I, I've never watched that show, but my dad loves it. Um, anyway, go on. So
1: basically, <laughs> there's a lot of like different strains of that. Um, and uh, basically, I took five grams. So I almost took pretty much like three times like the recommended dose. And those are called like heroic doses, basically. That's when <laughs> it's like a high dose. So there's different doses. It's called low dose medium dose and then high dose and then you get different different effects each time um Mm -hmm. and so when i did five i so so when you when you take when you're when you're uh taking shrooms you you really feel kind of like um like you got to be outside you got to be close to like plants like nature and stuff like that um and so Mm -hmm. uh Everything started like this is the first time, so everything kind of like had a higher contrast. Uh so colors looked more green and um I had like what you call with tracers. So basically you move your hand and you still see that part of the hand there for like two seconds or something.
0: And then no, everything just had
1: no kind of, Yeah, and everything kind of looked kind of like <laughs> a cartoon. It was very high
2: contrast.
1: So um if Wait, you what, look at something
2: which car The Simpsons? The Simpsons or Family Guy? No, out? no, no not like
1: um, – more like a comic book.
2: Dude, I was going to ask you what your favorite comic strip is. Just tell me right now, uh, in the middle of your story.
1: Calvin and Hobbes is pretty sick. Garfield is
2: pretty sick. I love Calvin Hobbes. Archer. Garfield. Archer?
1: Remember, it's, What's Archer? Uh, I'm not sure if they have, like, comics of that, but you know how it looks like a cartoon
2: on that, that show. Oh, you're talking about the TV show
1: yeah that Archer. yeah That to me to me that's kind of like a cartoon or a comic oh yeah for sure anyway so okay, i'll just sorry. carry on because i already i already broke the seal i'm gonna say everything now that i already said it and so go for um, it keep going nobody yeah so basically yeah and so basically a lot of people use that as like a reset so basically you go through like a breakup or you're really stressed with life or like you're drinking a lot um like you take that whole day to like really think about all your feelings and stuff like that. And then the next day is called like an afterglow where you like actually like retain what you learned. And um, uh-huh. yeah. And then if you do it too often, you're going to get fried. You're going to become like brain dead basically. Like you just, you just don't want to, it's not something you do like every week. It's something you do like once every a year or two.
0: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Um, and so, Wait, so what when happened? You, took years, you probably took, um, you probably had like trims that were old, and so they didn't work. And so you gotta, you gotta, they gotta be yeah. like fresh. To yeah, work. they were because if you don't old. storm right, where it's like if they're, you gotta, it's gotta be dark, or in a freezer. So it's gotta be either oh, like yeah, okay. in a dark space, and like it's gotta also be a freezer. Other, otherwise, it's just gonna go bad.
2: Huh? Interesting. So what happened? Um, four days ago when you took them anything crazy uh
1: just did i just uh no i didn't like go crazy or anything i just felt really like calm to be honest and then um i was able to like uh i did a lot of walking around that's when i did a lot of
0: walks
1: <laughs> like
2: um <laughs> we just like in the we in neighborhoods or the forest or where were you walking
1: Oh, uh my neighborhood. It's the sickest neighborhood ever.
2: <laughs> what makes it so cool?
1: Um you can go down a street and then all of a sudden you see like this like like houses that look like pulp fiction because they're like really like they're like it's like pulp fiction and then it's like they're really rich houses.
0: <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. And so then like, makes you
1: think about like monetary things is like, cause they always park their luxury cars right in front of their freaking giant windows. So they could just like stare at it while I have a cup of coffee. They're Like, Oh, look what I did. Look at my money. Like, it's like. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Dude, but they're probably not happy. You know, like, Nope, they're not. Yeah, exactly. You're not, you're not really happy or you're just more, you're safer. That's that bit... The main thing that money gets you is safety and security.
0: But uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um anyway, back to my then, so... <laughs> Back to shrooms.
1: <laughs> yeah, and like, you know, so basically, um, I would not recommend psychedelics to anyone that just literally like um uh can't like can't get with their feelings. And so if you have a lot of bottled up stuff that you don't think about every day that you still have like in your head. Uh basically those drugs like make those like to your forefront. Like they make you like really think about it. And you can even have a bad trip where if you're not in the right environment, with the right people, with the right mindset, you're going to have a really really really
2: bad time. So what happens on a bad trip? Then? Um
1: you basically I haven't really had one, to be honest, uh, but you basically um, get really, really in your head and you start doing things called loops, like where you get stuck in a loop where you keep thinking about the same thing over and over and over again. And then you, um, you know, and then you start like seeing a lot of things that like you had fear about or you didn't address like a bad breakup or like you had, um like, for instance, sexual abuse when you're a kid and that's just going to come up, and then, like, you know, just, like, all the things that you were suppressing before, like, you wake up, you go to work, you drink, you smoke weed or something, like, all those are, like, covering up your, like, feelings, and like, um, yeah, and so, like, basically, if you're not in the right mindset when you take it, it's going to be a bad time.
2: (laughs) What about like watching movies, do some people watch movies when they do it
1: um so um a lot of people right now, like in the like electronic music industry and stuff, they go to these shows and they try to get the most wrecks they have in their entire life and see the craziest lights in their entire life and they're trying they're doing it in a bad way where I think it's fake and it's like st- like stimulated. And so people would just take these drugs and like watch a movie for hours and then like um so what I did basically is yeah, I watched a lot of music stuff and then basically I was like, Okay, I can't be inside anymore. I gotta go walk around, I gotta go like look at nature and stuff like that and like um um and like you know yeah, and so what I did is like I always I want people to do it during the day During the day where you've, like, cleaned your house, like, you thought about all your things, and you're just in a good mindset, and then after that, like, you eat food. Because if you don't eat food, you're not going to – you have, like, zero appetite when you're on these things. Like, you're not going to be able to eat for, like, a day. What? Wow. Why not? Yeah, everything seems unappetizing or gross and your stomach gets really tight, and it's really hard for people to, like, eat food when they're, like, tripping.
2: Huh. That's weird. What what do you you think the best movie to watch is when you're doing it?
1: Uh, Definitely, like, Shrek or something animated. Uh, You don't want (laughs) to get into something that's, like, too violent or too... Too deep because like when you're in that state you're very high sensitive to emotions. And so basically, um if I come across like roadkill or something, I'm gonna be like, No, ah, oh, poor bunny, no. Like you're gonna <laughs> really feel for that bunny. Like, um so like I'm not kidding. Like you'll literally start like feeling for the bunny and start like almost crying. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I would can, just like, stick with it. like
1: happy, yeah. like happy, like planet Earth is super cool where you're like looking at crazy lizards and like fish and stuff. And then, like, you know, you see a jaguar or a cheetah hunting the deer and you're like, no, don't kill the deer. No. Like, you just get really, really <laughs> emotional, like
2: for no reason. Oh, dude, those, those planet. Videos where the animals attack each other, those scare me when I'm not on mushrooms.
0: You know? Yeah, nature's
2: scary, just... dude. Yeah, I don't want to see animals tear each other up. That's terrifying. And then another <laughs> wait, thing we to
1: touch on is, um, so when you're on psychedelics, you get audio distortions as well as visual distortions. So you're going to, you're going to hear music differently and you're going to see like colors differently and stuff like, and then your depth perception goes to crap. So you should not drive like on these things. You can't,
0: you can't decide
1: whether a rock is 10 feet away or five feet away. Like you're
2: going to hit that rock.
0: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, for sure.
2: Wait, what did I, I was just going to ask you something um let's see do you do you read let's just go curveball do you like to read often oh yeah i got this um this
1: procrastination book i was supposed to read but i never got around to it
2: is that joke
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) is that
2: that joke
1: (laughs) yeah 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 i'm not kidding i have a book on my nightstand right now and it literally it's um uh I'll, I'll, actually, I'll show. Okay, so the book is called The 60 Second Procrastinator, and I haven't read it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you're. <laughs> I'm not so you're kidding. This is literally like on my nightstand.
2: I thought that was like a, a one liner that you heard somewhere that you were just saying to me.
1: But no, I literally do have a book about procrastination on my nightstand that I haven't read, though.
2: That's like a, a good stand up. Of- Comedy joke. If you ever do stand-up comedy, make sure to write that down and say that. That would get a laugh. That would be good. good but
1: joke. I, I, I did read all of like Lemony Snicket's, like, um, all those books. I've, um, no,
2: what, dude? I was just talking about Lemony Snicket's books a few weeks ago. I was talking about those. The series of unfortunate events. Yeah, those really hooked me in. Dude, I loved those books back in the day. Yeah. What else? And then
1: um this other book called this is where I got like from my counseling. Um it's called Brainstorm The Power and Purpose of the Teenage Brain. So it's just kind of it's it's trying it's 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 an inside out guide to the emerging adolescent mind from ages twelve to twenty four. And basically she kind of like lent me that book. I never gave it back. Um I think she's okay <laughs> with it. But she lent me this book. It's it's just kind of like um, so when I started like drinking for the first time I was 18, like my brain wasn't developed. And so that's like, it just, it just
2: really puts you in
1: this, this mind and like, you know, like it says, uh, your emotional communication, um, your loss. So it's like, has anyone significant in your life died? Has anyone significant in your life left? Like, you know, it's just really going into like loss, uh, separation, discipline. And I just literally am reading this other book right now. I just opened it up in the middle. And so it's oh. just like so it's, um, it's just trying to have you understand like what your thought process is.
2: So it's like a psychological well-being book. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. Huh? Anything, dude? Anything else you want to talk about? I'm I'm ready to wrap it up, whenever you are. Um.
1: Uh. Right now. Uh. In this like uh this like social experiment i like to call it right now everyone just keep your mind busy um and uh just realize like take care of your body and your mind um uh eat drink water exercise go outside like if just keep your keep your mind busy right now because um you everyone has so much more free time and everything is like closed and you're just trying to keep your mind like busy. Just keep it busy. Otherwise it's going to, it's going to like bring you into like a dark place. And if you, if you feel that way, just reach out to somebody, you know? So if you have any problems, or you, no, everyone has these problems that you have like depression, anxiety, all that stuff. Everyone has that pretty much to a certain extent. Just, you're not alone when everyone yeah. says you are. And so, I just want everyone to, like, realize that, like, even staying in and self-isolating yourself, we're humans. We need human interaction. So please go for a walk. Call your mom. Like, FaceTime as many people (laughs) as you can. And then take this time to grow on your own. You have all this free time, like, uh, plan your education, uh, plan what job you wanted to do when you were just, like, bartending, for instance. No one wants to bartend forever. (laughs) <laughs> Just think about what's your <laughs> passion and like really think about the people that really matter to you and then reach out to them because right now you have all the time in the world um you can pick and choose anything to do right now
2: uh, so make yeah, the everyone most kind of kinda
1: like stay safe yeah
2: <laughs> make the most of your time make make a priority yep. list yeah, I like yep. it wait, wait I was going to ask you what do you what are you doing next week? Are you are you free next, mid middle of next week? For
1: another podcast?
2: Yeah, well, we don't have to go, obviously, we don't have to go as long. <laughs> Dude, I wasn't planning on going long at all, but it just kind of happened. But yeah, for another podcast.
1: Yeah, I didn't think I was, I was going to have much to say this time. I was kind of worried because I didn't know if I could match my last <laughs> time, but I definitely did. <laughs>
2: Dude, I know that's what always happens is you don't you don't plan on going long at all and then we went over 2 hours.
1: <laughs> I really really liked how you prepared questions. So that was very good. I have a lot of opinions and answers, but I don't know how to phrase them.
2: <laughs> oh. So you're saying it helps when you have like prompts people ask you questions. Yes. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So I was like a a good interviewer. <laughs> Thank you, dude. So do you want to do it again? Are you busy? Are you busy? Are you doing stuff? So? we do it again next. Oh, week? I
1: could probably free up my schedule of nothing.
2: <laughs> I
1: kind of I yeah, kind of live like... day by day right now.
2: Oh, I feel that. Dude, I, I like the people the people who try to say that they don't have time to do stuff right now. It's like, you you got time. You probably have time to do stuff right now. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, just as, as long as, like, everyone you... is not licking toilet seats, like.
2: <laughs> but I'm yeah, I'm not talking about you specifically, but I'm just saying, like, pretty much everybody has more time on their hands, except for, like, busy, like, frontline people. You know, like, all the people who have to, like, work a bunch. But us, Dude, we're just chilling, right? Right? That's correct. Dude, I haven't done. I've been. I've just done creative stuff. Like I haven't done any. But yeah, whatever. So we're wrapping it up. So let's do it again. I'll text you. Let's do it again next week.
1: I'll probably have some cool things to say again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there's, dude, there's never. There's never any pressure. Like you don't. You don't have to deliver. You know what I mean? There's no. Yeah,
1: no, I, right? you know, I, I, I thought I was a little nervous and then it's just like, it, I didn't really feel that way when I am just so down to talk to you again. I love catching up with you, so.
2: Yeah, man. It, it feels like it's, doesn't it feel like it has been a long time since we chatted last time?
1: It does, but it hasn't.
2: <laughs> it's been less than a month. <laughs> Isn't that weird?
0: Yeah, that's yeah. weird. So,
2: dude, it feels like, but, so let's just, we'll do it again soon. So,
1: yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, do, we'll do it next week. Sometime next week. Sounds great. I love being a repeat offender. That's what I like to call it. I call repeat offenders, uh, <laughs> so you know what a one-night stand is, right? Yep. <laughs> a repeat offender is a one-night stand that comes back.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: they, they want more? They come back for more? Yep. For for a second serving? Yep. <laughs> they come back for repeat a second. Repeat Repeat offender, dude. That that's another good name. So this episode is Tinderland. Repeat offender. I'll, read, yes. I'll write that down too. There we go. Awesome, dude. Well, thanks for, dude. I know that you weren't doing anything, but that's still like, you're. I don't think you realize how generous with your time you're being over the past couple hours. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah, absolutely. People, you're basically donating your time. To me right now, because most people would not spend two over two hours on the phone. Oh God, I didn't <laughs> even realize, dude. No, but I'm I'm saying that like that's a good thing. Like most people would be more selfish with their time. I'm saying that you're you're very generous with your time. Right. Yeah, I'm helping out so
1: many people right now, and it's like I really got to, like, spend time on my own. Like, today is, like, I really am going to do the three things that I – and podcast was one of the three things I was going to do today.
0: So,
2: Dude, that's awesome. I love how you woke up in the morning and it was on your to-do list. Was you like, I'm going to do a podcast today.
0: <laughs> yep.
2: That's awesome. All right, man. Well, I'll talk to you next week.
1: Yeah, sounds good, Chris. Thanks for having me on there.
2: Peace out. All right. Thanks. Yeah. See you, Steven. See you next time. Bye. All right. See Bye. Thank you so much. Share and subscribe. Share, share, share. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe.